everybody, Mike Sawpaul. You are listening to the EMG Podcast, and today we are talking all things string ensembles. This is the EMG Podcast. Mike, check this out. Ready? All right. Check this out. Play it. You know what that is? That sounds like uh, a Wagner. Uh, correct. We are talking string ensembles today, yes. and I thought that I'd play us into the to the cast, to the podcast, if you will, today. All right, string players, be quiet. Oh, excuse me. Let me lower them down here. All right, thank you. Thank you, you. can't lower, lower them. Thank you. Uh, you I just kicked them out of the room. Yeah. There's all four of them here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about string ensembles, uh, and we have a, uh, we wrote, man, back in like 2019, the EMG Guide to String Ensembles. It's a blog that lives on our site. It's mm-hmm. loaded up. Um, I think you can get there. I, I don't know what the slug is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Just go to our website. You can find it. And it's got a lot of great video content. And what we wanted to do today was provide you with sort of the audio take on that, the more narrative form. Yeah. And so uh, Mike and I are going to bring you through it. Um, our approach to this is going to be Mike as EMG's music director. Uh, I'm gonna We're going to pretend like he's the guest today. And I'm, I'm just going to be picking his brain uh, because there's no one more qualified to talk about this. So Mike, uh, give us some like... Uh, overview thoughts here, 50,000 foot views of strings on the whole, and then we'll break it down. Strings on the whole. Well, let's talk about what they're usually used for, mostly ceremonies and cocktail hours. Okay. Um, and then we could probably talk a little reception today too. Um, but they're, it's very elegant traditional music that can be used in a contemporary way as well. It's our most popular combination of musicians for ceremony and cocktail hours by far. Why? Because it sounds great. I mean, I, I absolutely love strings. Um, I didn't personally have them for, for my wedding, but I do talk to a lot of couples that absolutely love string players and just love string groups, whether that's a duo or a trio or a quartet, whether we're going to talk about all of them today, but um, by far the most important, uh, not most important, but most popular. All right. So uh, until we get to reception, mm-hmm. the conversation you and I are about to have will be focused around your uh, ceremony. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and obviously it's trend, you know, you can hold string players over for a cocktail hour if yeah. they're in the same place, whatever, but mm-hmm. let's talk about ceremony. Okay. So easiest way to break in, if I'm only having one string player, solo player, yeah. what are my options? Your options are, are just one of the players, right? So it could be a, uh, a violinist, which is most popular. Uh, a violist is not too much more popular. You want me to explain what the musicians yeah, what are it, first? What is the difference between a violin and a viola? So the difference is just the, uh, the, the voicings, right? So a violin is more, um, is a higher can be a higher pitched. Mm-hmm. A viola is kind of that, that that mid range. Cello is a lower range, and then string bass, which is the lowest. Um, so if you were to choose a solo string, it'd be either a violinist or a cellist, mm-hmm. not necessarily a violist. Got it. Okay, so let's listen in what that sounds like. Okay. Okay. So this is like a traditional tune. Yeah. And so for me, personally, this is, I'm just going to be sharing my opinion. To me, this sounds a little empty. Uh, yes, it does. Right? This actually, traditional music, like what we're listening to right now, sounds pretty good by itself. Okay, but it's still empty. If you go to a more of a contemporary song, yep. it sounds very sad. Let me bring this up. What do we have here? It's an Adele tune. Oh, God, that makes me want to cry. I but, don't like But this. like not in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I don't recommend this. All right. So solo strings, it's kind of self-explanatory, yeah. right? You have one person, they're mostly playing a, mel- a melody line. Yeah. Okay. 
kick it up to a duo. Yeah. So before we get to the duo, you could have what we, which is on our website as well. You can also have a, a string, a solo string player with backing tracks. That's what I would recommend. So, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I would recommend that because then you have the accompaniment behind mm-hmm. the, the melodic instrument, like uh, a violinist. Um, this also can, can get paired up with a saxophone player. No, no, we're not talking about winds today, but uh, the violin with backing tracks does make it sound whole. Um, it's a little bit more of an investment just because it requires a bit more equipment. That would be the only time I would recommend a solo string player. All right, so let's take a listen here. Okay. See the difference? Yeah. I mean, obviously, this is more of a cocktail hour sound, but uh, song. But mm-hmm. yeah, it fills up the space a lot more. Uh, this is more my speed. If, yeah. if I if I was only going to engage one string, for yep. sure, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on to the duos, there's two different types, right? Yeah. What do we got? Uh, so you you can do two violins or via, or violin viola, or what's even more popular, the one that we always recommend is a violin and cello. Okay, so let's listen to two violins sure. first. Mm-hmm. So even though they're in the same range, they're playing harmony with each other, yeah. melody and harmony, which sounds really nice. And so that's the idea. I mean, regardless of whatever duo pairing you go with, mm-hmm. you have one that can handle the melody, and now you introduce a harmony, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, the most popular is the viola and, and cello. And right? the, re- the reason why they're the most popular is because now you're not dealing with just harmony, you're dealing with accompaniment. All right. So well, it's a low end. Let's check this out here. This is my favorite. Yeah. Right, so you're sitting in two totally different ranges. Right. Mm-hmm. Again, these are all traditional, too. I mean, I assume they can yeah, play Yeah, the next anything, one's right? a Beatles tune. Well, then let's jump ahead. Let's do it. Right. And he's almost providing almost like an ostinato, too, you know? Listen, you have a curse on the podcast. Again, we're going to have a serious yeah, problem. I'm sorry, I'm sorry um, all right. So we have our duos. Now, tell me what is the benefit? If we have a harmony, if mm-hmm. we have a melody, what is the benefit of going up to a trio? Oh, man, there's so many. But I think the biggest one is that it really rounds out the sound. Uh, most songs require at least three lines. And what I mean that is three melodic lines that can either A, act as an accompaniment, a harmony, or a melody. Okay. So you don't just have... The two, uh, that's not how it really works on piano or the way orchestration works, especially with strings. So now when you have a string trio, um, the string trio is going to, any song that they play is specifically arranged for those three lines. Got it. That's what's really nice about that. All right. So let's listen in on a string trio doing uh, some pop music here. In this case, you ever talk over the strings again, I'll kill you. So you have a harmony, a melody, and almost like a bass line. Oh, good God. It's very cool. I'm going to jump ahead here and see what we got. Oh, check this out. This is really cool. Stop talking. Sweet Child of Mine. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Really full sound, right? Yep. So we're we're a world away from from that solo string, which is really nice. Well, and this is actually an argument for more is better. More is much better. I mean, that's like the the byline of my biography. Yeah. So you don't have to tell more me. food, yeah. more money. If I more came coffee. to you and I was like, I want a, I want all the bells and whistles, and you said, all right, here's a string quartet, I'd go give me the orchestra. Yeah, give you me, know what give I mean? me, give me the rest of it. So speaking of the string quartet, 
Talk me through it. Okay, so the the difference between the trio and the quartet, obviously, is an extra person, but now you have a second violin. So think of an orchestra. You have first violins, you have second violins, violas, and cellos. Okay, I'm going to stop because uh, the people don't know what that means because... I'm a musician, and I don't know what that means. So, talk to me. What What do you mean between string one, string two? What does that mean? So, you the people or violin one. So, violin basically, violin one has their own part. Okay. Violin two has their own part, right? And so, when I'm looking at an orchestra, and there's like ten violin ones, and yeah, ten, are they all playing the same part? They're all playing the same so exact just, part. It's just making it. Uh, it yep. It's filling it out sonically. Exactly. Okay. So you have to have a certain amount of those people to okay, got it. to be there. And if people that I mean, even people that aren't musicians go see orchestras all the time. Are they always equal to each other? What do you mean? So, like, if there's 10 violin ones, does there have to be 10 violin twos? Not necessarily. Interesting. Yeah. It, you try to get it, like, obviously, because you want to get it close. Yeah. Um, and each part of, each violin will handle their own part. So, you, they're and they're written out to actually have a second violin part. It's not a, just uh, another line. They really write it out to, like that. That's why it's coordinated and orchestrated specifically for a quartet, in this case, that we're going to listen to right, in a second. Right, and I think that's a very important thing. The difference between a, a solo string and a duo mm-hmm as compared to anything more than a duo, mm-hmm. a trio, a whatever, yeah. is you're talking about specifically arranged parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They're mm-hmm. reading off the same sheet. And now it requires string players who, like, work together, together, right? We're not just... We can't just find a violin player and a cello player. You need to find, you know, a violin a viola and a cello that's player correct. that are a grouping, yeah. right? Okay. Which is why he, right here, that's why all of our musicians are in-house. They, they know each other. Got it. So yeah. let's listen to the quartet, which is obviously my favorite. Check this out. This is Waterworks down the aisle way is what this is right here. This is what Ashley came down to. I'm going to jump ahead. So I want to hear another song. This is more traditional. This is perfect. This is Let's play this a little bit. So if you if you're listening, the second violin is not really playing too many moving lines, like too many notes, the violist is taking care of that because it's right. in the lower range. Yeah, it's pretty. It's really, really pretty. Let's mm-hmm. jump ahead. Let's hear another one. One of my all-time favorite songs, Somewhere yep. Over the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's great. It's great. So now, why don't we offer more strings than this? Uh, you're, it's really going to hike up the investment. I mean, you you have. Do you re- start to get like diminishing returns at, at some point? Well, it's, it's only so much value you can do. And, and if you think about it, it's like the ceremony is a half hour with a half hour prelude music. And mm-hmm. we know that the ceremony, if money was no object, yeah, you can keep going. I mean, you get a string ensemble, mm-hmm. which, which would be, you know, a string orchestra. Um, I It's just that it's not, it's not something that's commonly asked for. All right, so that's all well and good there. Uh, Let's jump to reception, right? Because we already kind of heard for the cocktail hour, you can hold them over. They can be playing pop music. If you have a solo string, they can play with backing tracks. I also want to mention that just because you have a traditional sound and you can play contemporary music that sounds romantic for your ceremony, when you keep them for cocktail hour, they're going to. It's going to sound full. Like, why do you think the Rough Riders have string orchestras? Why do you think like all of these pop groups, like Ariana Grande, and you know anybody at the Grammys who was playing, they had string players? They can do easy listening pop. 
that's going to sound unbelievable. So I know that we're not really focusing on that today, but it's definitely something that is popular that every single person does. So when they book their strings for their ceremony, they're they're keeping them for the cocktail hour. Okay. And so then for the reception, yes. right? For the reception, uh, the, the most popular way to incorporate A string instrument would be an electric violin. Right, which is so dope. Mm-hmm. Check this out. You just used the words dope and now I'm upset. Sorry. Yeah. So obviously it has that electric sound. They can be wireless. Yep. They can be out on the dance floor, yeah. right? Like it's a it's a it's a really cool thing. And in a lot, you can say, well, it's something to be different. I mean, you don't see as many electric violinists as you do saxophone players. Mm-hmm. I personally love the sax, but if you want to be a little bit different, this is a great way to incorporate that because you're still getting a melodic instrument that can have that versatility and play over any style of music. Because if you go to uh, the end of the video, like the last third of it, it's over September, and I want to dance with somebody. He's playing a harmony note there, right? Yep. Yeah. And he's embellishing. You cursed again. Yep. You use a word like embellishing again, yeah. or yeah. Asta, yeah. Asta, asta. You used pedantic last week. Or an astamagato, or whatever you said. <laughs> Asinato, very so, cool. So, uh, anyway, so uh, closing thoughts here on strings. What should people know uh, if they're considering this? Well, if they're if they're considering strings, consider the type of yes, it's happening. It's uh, the what, vacuum. What's happening? Vacuum is happening. Why can't we get through this episode well, without issues? I, Who's I, vacuuming? Because I'll kill them. I, it's it's definitely I, John. Now, if you have two vacuums, one can play the poly vacuum. Yeah, the other can hit the harmony vacuum. It's a lovely sound. It's really great. Jesus Christ! All right. Anyway, if you're thinking about strings, think about what type of music you want, or think about how many strings you want. Right, because that affects kind of the decision on the on the other side, right? The type of music, and then also how many musicians you want. You have to consider that. If you want a traditional sound, this is the way to go. If you want a traditional sound that sounds a little bit more contemporary, this is the way to go. And if you want a little bit of a difference in your reception, book the electric violin. It is absolutely phenomenal. There you go. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. See you later. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at Elegant Music Group.